Now Jesus put together a whip out of strips of leather and chased them out of the temple, stampeding the sheep and cattle, upending the tables of the loan sharks, spilling coins left and right. He told the dove merchants, Get your things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a shopping mall. That's when his disciples remembered the scripture, zeal for your house consumes me. That's John 2, 15. Well, hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are around this world, I'm Neil Parks, and this is Fill the Lamp. I have to tell you, for me, the more we study the book of Hebrews— the more revealing and profound it gets to our everyday walk with the Lord. Now, last time out in chapter 13, verses 5 and 6, we took a peek at the term greed and how greed is so disgusting to the Lord. Well, guess what? There's more to this story. So let's read the verses again in the Amplified. Verse 5. But your character, or your moral essence, your inner nature, be free from the love of money. Shun greed, be financially ethical, being content with what you have. For he has said, I will never, under any circumstances, desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support, nor... Will I in any degree leave you helpless? Nor will I forsake you or let you down or relax my hold on you? Assuredly not. Verse 6, so we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently say, The Lord is my helper in time of need. I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? So here we are, as the writer of Hebrews is adamantly telling the first century church that money and the love for it is something that God won't tolerate. So my friends, greed and the lust for money and riches are on the same page as fornication and idolatry. Now in Ephesians 5, Paul says, this is what we know for certain. No one who engages in loose sex, impure actions, and greed, which is just a form of idolatry, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God and his anointed. So now the word of God has told us that Jesus got fuming mad in John 2.15, when he, Jesus, entered the temple at Jerusalem only to find loan sharks and money changers buying and selling for profit animals to be sacrificed. So his zeal and passion for the house of the Lord was breathtaking. You see, this is the place where the Lord dwells in the temple. Look at Revelations 3.12. 
where it says, As for the one who conquers through faithfulness even unto death, get this, I will plant that person as a pillar in the temple of my God, and that person will never have to leave the presence of God. Moreover, I will inscribe this person with the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, New Jerusalem, which descends out of heaven from my God and my own new name. Whew! My listeners, we must understand the depths of zeal, intimacy, and passion that the Lord has for his temple. This is where he dwells. And with that said, he is planting his bride next to him as a support pillar in that temple. I hope you can get this understanding of who we are as the bride in his kingdom for eternity. Look how the Apostle Paul describes what God is saying here about the bride in the temple. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Paul says, Do you not know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit, who lives within you, whom you have received as a gift from God? You are not your own. Look how the complete Jewish Bible speaks in Galatians 2.20. Paul saying, When the Messiah was executed on the stake as a criminal, I was too. That's Paul. So that my proud ego no longer lives, but the Messiah lives in me. And the life I now live in my body, I live by the same trusting faithfulness that the Son of God had, who loved me and gave himself up for me. So, friends, here we are as followers of Christ, the vessel, the sanctuary, the temple that the creator of the universe inhabits and lives in. Whereas the writer of Hebrews 13, 5 through 6 is pleading with his readers to stop indulging in the sin of loving money and the lifestyle of greed and idolatry. No one who engages in loose sex impure actions, and greed, which is just a form of idolatry, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God and his anointed. Jesus Christ cannot and will not live in a temple that is filthy with disgusting greed and money lovers. He will turn that person's table upside down, with a whip, drive out the temptations and idols that would defile his sanctuary. Folks, we are his temple. I say, let's pray.
Lord Jesus, you came. You came and to die for each and every one of the people that you created, that they might come to you humbly and follow you and deny self and surrender to you. Father God, you came and you died. And what that is, is that you took our sin as payment, Father God, that we may have you for eternity. We are not our own. We have been bought with a price. Lord, I just lift up every person that's listening to this podcast right now. I hope and pray that they could understand how much you love them. Had each one of them just been the only person standing on this planet, you would have come down and died for their sin. That's how intimate this relationship is. This is not about religion. This is about a relationship with you. As you come this next time to get your bride, you came to save her the first time, and now you're going to retrieve her this time because of her obedience. And we thank you and we love you. In your precious name, Jesus, amen and amen. Well, folks, I loved having you all here today with me. Until next time, God bless you. I'm Neil Parks.